0: Today's Bible verse is Exodus 3.14. God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. Yahweh, the God of the impossible, will often call his children to seemingly impossible tasks to reveal his power and his might through us. And when despite our fears and our insecurities, we respond with obedience, we find in him the great I am all that we need. As Jesus declared in John chapter 15, apart from him, we're destined to fail. In him, however, we can do everything that he asks us to do. And of course, that's my paraphrase. In Exodus chapter 3, God gave Moses, the man he used to liberate his people from 400 years of slavery and oppression, a challenging, frightening, and likely overwhelming task. God wanted him, an 80-year-old fugitive who fled his homeland after committing murder, to return to to Egypt. So basically, the scene of the crime. Not only did God want him to speak to the most powerful ruler throughout the Mediterranean, but Moses was to demand that the Pharaoh release all of his slaves as well, to willingly relinquish millions of hours of free labor. Now, how would you like that assignment? What kind of assurance might you need? Would you obey on God's command alone? Or would you maybe close your ears to God's voice, pretending that you never heard the call? Well, that seems to be Moses' initial reaction. Although he doesn't come right out and say this, the excuses, and valid ones at that, they indicate that he would have much preferred for God to send someone else, anyone else. But after some prodding, he obeyed, and he discovered to a depth he would not have otherwise that God truly was the great I Am, the God who was, who is, and who always will be the self-sustaining, self-revealing creator of all mankind. God did liberate his people in a miraculous way, first through a series of plagues that demonstrated the impotency of all the false gods, Egypt and likely numerous Israelites as well, had come to worship, and then through parting the Red Sea so that his people could cross on dry ground. And here's what I find interesting. As I said previously, God brought Moses back to the scene of the crime, so basically back to the place in which he had failed. The place where he stood against the oppression he saw in his own strength and wisdom. And he ended up fleeing for his life. And I can't help but wonder if when God called out the advocate within him, sending him back to confront not just one oppressor, but the ruler who created the system of oppression, or at least who was driving the system of oppression, I can't help but wonder if Moses thought back on that moment when his passion had led to failure. Did that memory influence his response and increase his hesitancy? I would think the previous incident must have at least crossed his mind, but he would soon learn there's a vast difference between stepping out on our own accord, even for the noblest of reasons, and stepping out in obedience to God. The former leaves us powerless and headed for defeat. The latter, however, leads to victory, regardless of the task or the challenge. You see, Moses' desire to protect his people from cruelty, that was good. I believe God himself planted that desire deep within Moses' heart. His longing to act wasn't wrong. But the way he went about it, it was because his actions were self-motivated rather than initiated by God. Now, this principle holds true for you and I as well. Often the inner angst we sense when we see others mistreated or truth trampled upon, it comes from God, and it often indicates the way in which He wants to use us, but we must wait on Him. We must seek His timing, His ways, and we must rely on His wisdom, His guidance, and His strength. We must recognize that our greatest impact comes not through the best laid plans or the most brilliant strategies, but rather through our all-powerful, self-revealing God. When we surrender to Yahweh, the great I am, and rely on his strength perfected in and through us, we find in him everything we need. So what is God calling you to do this week? And how might yielding to him increase your power, your confidence, and your strength? Or maybe to phrase it differently, how can you rely on him to complete that task through you? Let's pray. Holy Father, you are the great I am the self-sustaining self-revealing ever-present all-sufficient one. You formed our inmost being. You have plans for us that you laid out before we took our first breath and you are steadily and faithfully moving us towards those plans. You are creating us into people who more beautifully reflect you. Lord, Sometimes you call us into hard places. Sometimes you call us into those places where the only way we will succeed is if we rely on you. Because it's in those places of need where we see our inadequacies, where we know just how much we need you, where we are completely dependent on you. It is in those places that we most see your power at work. So help us to yield to you. Help us to trust in you. Help us to obey, to follow however you lead, knowing when we follow you, you will give us everything we need. You in us, you are all sufficient, and we thank you for that. It is in the name of your Son, our Savior, Lord Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Steven Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com.